What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast Christmas Edition. Jingle, jingle. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, uh, audios, you know, it's whatever. We're just winging it today because we're together. That's what matters. We're, we're together for the holidays. Uh, give on something sweet. Um. Yes. Classic. Anyways, um, I hope that everybody's having a great holiday, or at least getting ready for it. Uh, if you're watching us live, it's Christmas Eve. If you're listening to us, it's maybe, uh, yeah, it's probably Christmas Day. I might try to put this maybe, out. Maybe you save this till Christmas 2024. Yeah. yeah. So whatever time it is, I hope you're having a great time. Yeah, hello, people in the present or the future. If you're <laughs> listening to this in the past, ow, tell me, please. Fill us in your evil ways. Yes. But before we get too further talking into all the things, let's drink this interesting beer. Yeah, today we have the same beer. Yes. The power actually... of co-location. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Ugh, it's, it's strange recording together now, yeah. too. We got together. I was like, man, I should have, like, I, I could have brought a microphone. Like, just things where I'm like, <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. This is why we have uh, mono. We're in mono today, not in uh, not in stereo. Oh, yeah, so right. singular mic. Uh, but we're making it work. So. Yeah, it's all about having fun, and yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have fun if we finish these beers that we have. So, yeah. so we talked about this a few episodes ago, but uh, I went and actually did it. Uh, I got kegnog from over at Martin House. I'll hand that over to you there. Uh, so the keg nog, uh, as we discussed before, uh, it's uh, Martin House's keg or eggnog flavored beer. Um, and uh, I thought there would be like a crowd for these. It wasn't a crowd. Uh, it was going to be this or the lobster pie beer that they had. We mentioned that a couple of weeks ago as well, um, which was not just like lobster flavored, but also chocolate and lobster. Uh, or they had the Cheddar Bay Biscuit uh, oh, flavored. Uh, I kind of so wanted to try that. That would have been a very, uh, that, would, that experience would have been very, your way here, since we don't need it anymore. Um, that would have been very, I feel like, reminiscent of the Thanksgiving beer. Um, but I didn't have the bravery to go for that, so we don't have that. But we do have eggnog flavored beer. So, got yours, go ahead and pour it out there. Uh, I'm surprised, I, I expected it to be white. I don't know. I, I guess because yeah, it does have it's lactose infused, so it is an imperial ale. Um, it's labeled as other on the Untapped app, um, but it's imperial ale, fifteen uh, percent alcohol by volume. So is it small boozy? The smell. It's it. It's, is this going to be uh, Thanksgiving? Us. It smells gross. I'm just going to say <laughs> oh, it no. smells gross. Oh no! All right, guys, you're in for a in for a treat. Oh. I was trying not to make a sound or anything, you're, but I couldn't hold it. You're scaring me. You're scaring me. Um, I okay. So right off the bat, it's not bad. We will be able to drink this tonight. It smells that bad. It smells kind of bad. It's like a. It's like if you poured beer in your eggnog, which arguably may not be that good. First sip. Strange, right? Yeah. Like pink bubble gum. It does. It's a yeah. It's just. It's like a. It's a weirdly sweet flavor. It's, <laughs> it's very sweet. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, yeah. So the flavor profile on, on tap for this is uh, buttery, caramel, lactose, and vanilla. I can I think the sweet flavors I'm getting are the nutmeg and vanilla. Yeah. Because it's definitely got like a spiced profile to it. Because, um, I mean, when you when you get eggnog, if you're going to get eggnog, typically, like, you know, you get the eggnog, a little bit of, like, cinnamon or nutmeg on top of it. You know, your Christmas spices. Yeah. Uh, I think they tried to get that in there. They probably threw some nutmeg into the uh, into the mix there uh, when they were brewing it. Uh, the butteriness is there. It's accurate. It's, yeah. It, it's not the Thanksgiving beer, but... Thank God. It's, uh... Unique. It's, uh, it's maybe a little bit. It's just a maybe slightly funky. Yeah, it's definitely. Ooh, all right, we're good. Knocking elbows. Uh, l- yeah, luckily it is drinkable, so I probably will drink this. It's confusing. It's, yeah, it's, it's strange. A lot of flavors. I think it's the heavy sweetness that really does throw it for me. Uh-huh. Um, but again, like there's so much happening in here. It's almost impossible. Like, I didn't think about it being sweet before we had it, but it makes yeah. sense. It needs bourbon. Yeah, it needs something it to needs cut bourbon. out that sweetness, yeah. honestly. Um, it's like, I can't drink I can't drink eggnog by itself. The thing you said, uh, was, somebody was telling me, asked me if, uh, if I liked eggnog. Uh, and it's like, my parents drink eggnog a lot when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. But I was like, by itself, it's just like buttermilk. It's thick and yeah. It's like, um, but once you add bourbon to it, tremendously better. It cuts it a little bit, thins it out a little bit. Adds a whole new profile to the flavor, so much better. This is—I feel like this is almost like the uh, eggnog prior to having the addition of bourbon to it. Yeah, except it's like yeah, super sweet and vanilla-y. It's, yeah, it's not um, thick. It's just the flavors of it. But it's strange. Yeah, and It'll it's also—it's also yeah, it's it's also uh, it's also like it's it's an ale too. So it's going to have some of that uh, the, the flavor the back rest in the back of your tongue like an ale with that heavy like kind of like a flavor i think is what's going yeah. on back there too yeah so you just have these all these uh flavors kind of in a car crash on your tongue that's what we have right now so we're going to drink this um as we talk about santa with muscles and we'll see how we feel about it yeah at the end of the podcast maybe it would be better as it warms up who knows <laughs> i mean bye who knows we might be feeling it yeah so we'll it's also 15 percent. so may yeah. not give a shit at the end of this yeah so. i will I'll be like not even halfway done. I'm gonna probably be like, "This is the best beer ever." <laughs> I got two more. So, oh jeez. Um. So, I mean, are there any events that you wanted to talk about, or do you just want to talk about what we originally? Uh, let's cut to the chase here. Okay. So, so it's Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is tomorrow. Um, everybody's gonna be closed tomorrow. Uh, most everybody's gonna be closed tomorrow. I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna be closed tomorrow. Uh, so next event coming up, uh, in this holiday period here is the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, I'm not going to go through everybody who has it because everybody has a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, event, either one or the other or both. Yeah. Um, so go check out bearingbigd.com. He's got it all on there, uh, for the, uh, the New Year's events. He's got, he's got a list of everybody who's got the events there, but honestly, check with your local brewery, local tap house. They more than likely have an event going on. Uh, in the next in the next week, uh, and check it out. Uh, as we get into the new year, we'll go over the events that we got coming up on the horizon. We know in April we got uh, Big Texas Brew Fest is already on the calendar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh, if you're listening to this today, I do think today that Celestial does have their Festivus for the rest of us. Yesterday, today it was yesterday. Uh, so was it yesterday? Yeah. All right. 
this is this is from the past. It was yesterday. That's right. That's right. That's right. This is on the twenty third. Yeah, I apologize. You missed it. Sucks. I missed it too. So sucks to suck, sucks everybody. To suck. Um. So yeah, I hope you all aired your grievances and everything. Right. Uh, and showed. Um. But yeah, New Year's New Year's coming up. Everybody's got stuff going on. So you got a week. Check it out. Yeah. So we mainly wanted to change this segment. Usually, you know, we do talk about all types of events and the movies that are coming out or have come out and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to talk about 2023. We're going to talk about RIP 2023. That's right. The the podcast of our favorite moments and our episodes and um, favorite movies and just kind of moments of 2023. And we won't go too deep into it but uh yeah i figured that'd be a good good little segment so uh, we've watched some really bad movies this year and we've watched some surprisingly really good movies yeah. I, I feel like a few years ago we went through a rut where i remember after one of our recordings i said you know anthony we gotta watch something good <laughs> yeah it's been too it's much like, bad aka anthony you're not all the picture movies for a while. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten better about splitting it more like half and half, but I mean, listen, I, I know I've definitely, the way I pick my movies for the podcast is usually the art in front of it. And that's gotten me in trouble. So I hey, that worked pretty well when I was a kid at Blockbuster. Right? You look at the, the <laughs> right. cardboard. That's how, that's how I, I didn't get to watch robot jocks when I was a kid, but we did get to watch it. I think a year or two ago mm-hmm. on the podcast. So yeah, it's, it's not always been a terrible way for me to pick our movies, but I've definitely gotten better because I've learned that it's not the best way. Um, so I'm actually just pulling up the list of uh, mm-hmm. stuff that we watched this year. Cause sometimes it starts to blend, but it I, does, you know, I, I really, I think about the movie rubber. I think yeah. that's one of the first ones I think of just because I watched it before our podcast, even before we even had a podcast, <clears throat> I watched it and whatever you're like, Oh, I finally watched it. And I was like, Oh yeah, let's, we should do that as an episode. I forgot how much I like that movie. Yeah. It is. It is an odd one, but it's, it's like pretentious. It's like, I remember talking about it cause it's a, it's a movie that's pretentious for the sake of being pretentious and about commenting on how movies can be pretentious. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a movie that if they were to do it with a big budget, it could get an Oscar. And, but, yeah. but like people voting on it for the Oscars wouldn't know that it's making fun of them. Ooh. And also looking back at a cage fest. Remember jujitsu? I uh, try not to remember. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I remember watching it. And I was, I, I know I talked about it many times. of just like, we, I was more than halfway through or something. I'm like, do we only get to see Nicolas Cage once in this movie? Like, what the heck is this? Um, Entity Bureau, which that one, I remember, I was surprised and enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is such it's a gonna great. Be, uh, it's going to be up there with... Uh, with Pig and what was that other good one that we saw the previous Pig year? Pig was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that? Uh, how, Pig, uh, Wicker Man. Oh, I guess we just did two last year. Did we just do Pig and Wicker Man? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, okay. Well, Pig was really good. So Pig was awesome. Yeah. Um, 
No, that was, well, no, this was last year, but Anna and the Apocalypse. I know that was 20. Yeah, it was our last one of 20, yeah. 20, well, two. Well, yeah, what, two. what year are we at? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was our last one of the last year. Yeah. And I, I remember really, really liking that. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know because it's like a post-apocalyptic musical. Yeah. And so immediately I'm like... <laughs> I'm not gonna like this. Yeah, that for me was an airplane movie. I think I talked about that when we when we reviewed oh, that. Yeah. That was an airplane movie for me. There's some, there's some movies that are like movies just hit different on an airplane, and that to me is a good airplane movie. You're trapped on the airplane, you can't watch anything else. That was a good airplane movie when I, I watched that when it came out. So Ryan, what was your movie of the year for the year of 2023 that we did, or just in general that we that we did of the movies we watched? What is your uh, movie of the year? To have mine chosen, so. To me, it's difficult because we did watch Stargate. You got to pick one. <laughs> oh, we did do those two movies that we were like remembered. Uh, remember yeah, when we were kids. Yeah, these are like the movies yeah, that we remember. So, so it's almost Mine's not one of those. So for me, it's impossible to okay, not. So pick aside Stargate. from if so, so not Stargate. Um, so, so assuming that you're going to pick Stargate number one, what's your number two? Uh, what's what's the second runner or first runner up for? best yeah, movie of the year it's definitely an unbearable way to massive talent the unbearable way to massive talent yeah it's I mean, it's a good choice there yeah. it was a pretty good movie i mean nick cage pedro pascal uh tiffany haddish ike Barinholtz, all great actors i mean nicholas yeah and it's nicholas cage playing himself yeah so it's like, like, like a like a like a crazy version of himself yeah so what was yours so my movie of the year was the punished this is a movie that you picked, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, I love it because it just ended up to be a uh, like a chamber of commerce commercial for the city of Redding, California. That was, that was the best, and it, we uh, we watched that. I think it was like just a few weeks before I embarked on a uh, West Coast tour, yep. driving from Seattle down to uh, Los Angeles. Now I didn't get to go to Redding, uh, but I knew what would await me if I chose to go to Redding. Uh, so I, I was tempted to embark the three or four hours inland when I was in Northern California to go visit the city of Reading to see if it is everything that the movie The Punish promised. Yeah. Um, but uh, alas, we did not. Maybe maybe one day I'll go visit Mount Shasta, the aquarium, and uh, the water park uh, all in Reading. I'd be like, cool. It's like, yeah, I saw this uh, in the movie The Punished. It's like... And see, see the signs here. The punished was filmed here. Yeah, yeah. And this this event happened here. This guy was beat up and shanked in the garage of the aquarium. Uh, all that stuff there. So I look forward to it. Maybe they'll have a paintball course in the uh, oil refinery scene. And they have to. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like uh, as you enter the city, it's got to be reading. Also seen in the punished, viewable on Tubi. So, yeah, but that, that was, was like the movie because it's like it was like unabashedly. It's like you have like plot, and then commercial for the city of Reading. Yeah, so plot point was this much commercial for the city of Reading, uh, and I loved that. It was just it was so it. I I, I kind of the city. Yeah, the, the, that would probably have to be well since I picked Stargate as my first, but that would be my third because yeah. it it was so funny, and I just remember just. So quickly into it, they they start the commercial for it. Yeah, and it's just like I just start laughing so hard because it was like, I think I'm watching Chamber of Commerce. Like, <laughs> like this is, is this an advertisement to come here? Like, 
I remember it just threw me off and I was like, well, once it started back of the plot, I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. It, it makes me think, it makes me think of the way that movie was paced. It makes me think of when you play like Starfield or Fallout on a Bethesda game and you have like the main plot, the main, you have the main uh, quest right, mm-hmm. that you're on, but the in between you're just doing like little fetch quests for everybody and you're just kind of like interacting with everybody in their normal daily lives. So like, but this guy's like, I'm going to take this little girl from the hospital to go in a boat. I'm yeah. going to take her to go to the, uh, I'm going to take her to the aquarium. Uh, oh, now I got to go kill some guys out in the forest yeah. somewhere out, out of town. So I'm going to go do my mission now. Now I'm back. I'm going to do some more fetch quests and hang out with these people and hang out with the nurse and have some sort of ill-defined love triangle thing with the nurse who's just there for the kid and with the girl that I randomly hired from the museum. Yeah. Uh, it was just, and I, I don't think, I don't remember if I said I would watch that movie again, but I'm kind of, I, I would, fa- I, I may watch it again, just fast forward to the, the action bits and just watch uh, the yeah. Reddit, uh, or the Redding, sorry, the Redding portions there. Uh, the and, Reddit. Yeah. The Reddit. <clears throat> I, I should look on Reddit to see if anybody comes. Oh, I bet uh, there is. But, uh, yeah, uh, that that would be my movie of the year for Let's Do Podcast Movie of the Year. That's my nominee yeah. um, for Let's Do Podcast Movie of the Year is The Punished. Now that, yeah. that was, I think what just made it even better, like, just the surprise of it, too. I yeah. think that was so great. And the fake Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, the guy's Austrian. Uh, didn't he, like, he, like, no, he, wasn't there like some close relationship uh, or tangential relationship between the main actor for that movie and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was it just that they were both from Austria? I think they're both just from Austria. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, and they are very muscular. Like, yeah. I, it was really funny, the whole thing. I, I think that's what made it so great was it was just no. a very big surprise of commercial and everything else that this, made it enjoyable. This guy did make Arnold Schwarzenegger look like an Oscar winner, so... So I'm definitely looking forward to see what we have for 24. Yeah. Um, I know Cage Fest is going to be is coming soon yep. to a podcast near you. Yeah, we'll see what the rest of the year holds. So uh, I would say what's your favorite beer of the year, but that's a difficult one. Yeah. Oh, man. We've, There's so many beers. And I didn't prep enough to say that so i gotta say i think i finished the uh, rainbow series this year oh yes so yeah I you do did. think i uh i do think it would be one of those i think it was the uh, i think it was the blue mm. i think it was the blue this year um and i enjoyed the blue uh in the series well purple wasn't my favorite green blue and violet came out this year and i do do think i liked the blue uh the best Oh, yeah, I, I saw what was They just they oh, started. Nice. Also, I saw they started reissuing the red in their new can format. So they start they, if you if you want if you missed out on the red when it was issued back in 2022, it's in stores now. So go check out Community. Uh, the red for uh, Hop Unity is coming out again. I think you're just gonna do the seasonal thing. So. You're talking for a second. I'm going to look up what beers I had. Okay. Cause I bet I, I kind of, I was terrible at logging them this year, but yeah, I logged all of mine. Um, one thing I stopped doing is giving ratings because I've seen a lot of stuff about how like ratings can kind of 
push people in the wrong yeah, direction. Push or dissuade them. Yeah. And it's just like, I want everybody to try a beer. Yeah. You know, I might have hated it, but who knows? Maybe you would have loved it. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Where... I do. I do. If I, if I, if I see that you rated a beer, I do look at your rating there. And there's been a few that I've seen that you've tried, but you've not rated that I'm like, Thanks, Ryan. You didn't tell me if you yeah. liked it or not. So yeah, always <laughs> text me. Be like, "What did you think?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, I can tell yeah. you." Oh yes. Um, there's one of those ones from uh, uh from your pack there that you. There's a couple of them that yeah. you had pretty high marks for. There, there are some really good ones. Yeah, that's gonna be difficult. Um, those uh, well, you got you had you had ones from all over the country in that pack that you got. Truly, yeah. Do you think that this one, Enchantment's Hazy IPA series from, is it Icicle? Yeah, Icicle Brewing in oh oh doesn't say where it. Washington. Oh yeah, there oh, you go. Right the right the street from just me. up to the road. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do remember this one because I think I opened it during like snowy outside during our podcast. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. I just remember thinking, God, the, the, the beer is so good. This is one. I think I drank it super fast on the podcast too, but yeah, uh, just looking quickly at it. Yeah. That, yeah. Speaking that of being fast, it's like, I'm, 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 oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah Anthony here. is destroying yeah. me on this. Um, but yeah, the, I did the, uh, what was it's, it? Triviar, Triviar, whatever. I did that, and yeah. I mean, I got some amazing beers from there. I still yeah. have a few that I need to finish up. Yeah, I gotta try that. I gotta try that because uh, I've seen that service that you've used before, where you just get a bunch of beers from across. The- try that. Yeah, I mean it. It was expensive, yeah. but it's like it's lasted me pretty much this whole year. Yeah. Well, there. Well, there is no shortage of great beers sure. in the Dallas Fort Worth area. It's always good. It's always good to check out beers from other places in the country, so I can appre- better appreciate, yeah, what we have in the DFW area. Because we're, I've uh, missed for it. those of you listening to us in the DFW area, we are very fortunate to have the great beer community we have here. Beer, the beer I've tried in other parts of the country, not as good as here. Um, about to go on a trip to Vegas. Actually, I'm going to try out a few breweries there. Um, everybody says, "Oh, they're so good." It's like I bet you they're not as good as what we got here. Yeah, it's I've missed the beer here. Like yeah. the the DFW knows how to make a good hazy. That's for yeah. sure. I, I've and had New some good... England IPAs. How who would figure that Texas <laughs> would be great at New England yeah. IPAs? Yeah, I mean, you know, I live West Coast, so they make amazing West Coast IPAs. Yeah. So good, but I've just been like dying for a good hazy. And we went out the other day to odd muse of course mm-hmm. and yeah they had their black is beautiful version too that's a hazing oh i fell in love i was like this just like scratch that edge that i've been dying for so of course i had to buy the pack um, <laughs> so you know it, i mean there's still good beer everywhere that's for sure but yeah it living somewhere else has made me realize how great the beer is here yeah at the very least the specialization in the hazy ipas in the yeah if you love if you love hazy ipas I feel like this is the mecca here. Yeah, I, I need to go to like Boston and see if they make New England uh, IPAs as, yeah. well as they make them here. Yeah, I'm curious to see how theirs are. Clown shoes, I hear, is pretty good. So it I'm is. Try the clown shoes beer. So yeah, they have some around here. Yeah, there's should be. I see them here. in the stores, but I'd like to. I'd like to go try it from the brewery. If, if I ever get to, if I go to get to Boston, get to go to Boston in the near Boston. Aston. 
15% is hitting pretty hard. <laughs> uh, if I get to go to Boston uh, in the near future, I'll probably head up to Tom. Um, all right. I guess we can talk about the movie because I know we'll talk about a lot of things. So, um, Santa with Muscles, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I never got to see this movie as a kid. I watched, uh, I think Hulk Hogan had a spate of movies late 90s um, when he was at, I would say he wasn't even at peak popularity. He was probably towards his waning popularity mm-hmm. with, the, with the WWF because he was starting to get older. Um, and it was like right about, this is this movie came out right after his, right after he had his heel turn as Hollywood Hogan. He was no longer Hulk Hogan. He was Hollywood Hogan. Uh, I think oh. it was like when he went over to the WCW. I think this is when this came out. Um, but uh, I was a big uh, Hulkamaniac uh, back in the early 90s. And so I saw, I remember watching, uh, was it, was it Mr. Or Mr. Nanny? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Suburban Commando. Two of my favorite movies. I didn't see. I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, Suburban Commando was a good one. I, I, <laughs> my uh, my twelve uh, year old brain uh, remind or twelve or thirteen year old brain tells me that that was a good movie. Um, but I have to watch it now and see. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, this movie came out in nineteen ninety six, and no. uh, this was uh, another one of those Hulk uh, Hulk Hogan movies. Gotta say, it was a Hulk Hogan movie. <laughs> It sure was. Yeah, it's interesting because this had this actually uh, this movie had a lot of like uh, decently known actors today, um, and uh, a few uh, a few uh, first a few people had their uh, at least one person I know had their first role, um, who's pretty popular now uh, in this movie. Uh, Mila Kunis first role was in Santa with Muscles. Synopsis for this is ridiculously short too. Yeah, and and inaccurate. Yeah. It's, it doesn't really make sense, actually, now that I look at it. Um, I thought you pulled, pulled, it, up somewhere. pulled it up somewhere. Oh, there you go. Window management here. That's, that's not what I wanted, but... 15% is really kicking in. Uh, Windows is amazing. Uh, but yeah, let me read the, uh, yeah, the very short, it's gotta be a longer one here. Right. Yeah. That's why I was just like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, I love too, that it's a two point like three. Yeah. Out of 10. <laughs> it's so low. I don't even think I would give it that low. 2.46. Okay. So I've heard, I've read the couple different versions of the, uh, of synopsis for this movie. This, I guess, is more accurate than the one I saw previously. For this one, uh, so this one uh, on IMDb, it says, A heartless millionaire believes he is Santa Claus after an accident renders him amnesia. Uh, there was another one where I read it, it was like an, he was an evil billionaire. So I feel like it was conflating him and Ed Bigley, Jr., Ed Bigley Jr.'s character mm-hmm. a little bit. Because yeah. uh, he wasn't like a bad guy by any means. He was just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which he wasn't even that much of an asshole. He was just an asshole who... Uh, like to play paintball and uh, run from the cops, um, yeah, uh, and like harass harass the lo- basically the local police because he knew he would get away with it because he's rich. And the confusing part too uh, is like the cops are only around whenever he's messing around, yeah, but never like when, the bad guy, yeah, when the bad guys are <laughs> destroying gonna, shit. He's gonna have children mine for like 
gems. Yeah, it's just like I remember saying, "Wait, where are the cops now?" Like yeah. they're mad that he's speeding down the street, but they're not mad. But they're that not the mad. Evil scientist is like or tearing or whatever. Yeah. It's like tearing statues out of church uh, yeah. like yards and like breaking in and like terrorizing people. Just like yeah, it's literally terrorism is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just like okay, so I guess I know where the line is. Yeah, I mean. It was strange, but, um, but it's like, I, I really, I really don't know about the characterization of, uh, of what's his name? Uh, Blake, mm-hmm. Blake Thorne, uh, is the character that, Ed, uh, Hulk Hogan plays, uh, Terry, if you will. Uh, I forget what his last name is, but, uh, Terry is Hulk Hogan's real name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hulk Hogan, uh, he plays, uh, Blake uh who I would argue he's not a bad guy. No. He's just inconsiderate. Yeah. His employees seem to love him. Well, I don't know. I feel like that's very debatable. It's like they love him, but they also are very annoyed by him. Well they're annoyed because he has all these rules. So he's like he's yeah. obviously very full of himself. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah, he's not an asshole. Or, you know, he is an asshole, not a bad guy. But then he becomes Santa that's an asshole Santa <laughs> that's helping. Horrible. Yeah. And I don't know. It's strange. And things like, how did he know the combination of the safe? I feel like that wasn't really explained. It wasn't explained. I think they just hand waved it by the fact that he was also a uh, orphan. Yeah, that he's from there. This orphanage. But then, like, still, just because he's an orphan from there, just like, still doesn't explain how he knows the combination or how Ed Bagley Jr. doesn't. If Ed Bagley yeah. Jr. and him were both orphans at this orphanage at the same time, wouldn't Ed Bagley Jr. Uh, Mr. Frost. Mr. Frost. Would Mr. Frost know the combination for that safe too? And or did Blake just not share it because he was that much of an asshole? And then the other guy who works at the orphanage that told him, "Hey, you were an orphan here." Yeah, Clayton. It's like Clayton's. Like, yeah, he doesn't know. He's been here for that long. He's been there forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those movies that if you look at it too long, it just kind of falls apart. Yeah, but. That's why we watched it. So. But you know what? It was it was funny. It was lighthearted, silly. I mean, the it, plot was so overly complicated. I will say, uh, yeah. Uh, so I do want to say. So so long story short, uh, Blake uh, makes like these health food, uh, health food, health supplements, health like bodybuilder, uh, supposedly. Supposedly, these are actually good quality products. So he's not evil in that regard because he actually yeah. makes stuff that actually works. If he was like actually a bad guy, he'd like be refor- be like a Scrooge type character who makes like shoddy products. Yeah, exactly. And then he has a turn of turn of uh, turn of heart, and then starts making good products. But no, he already makes good products. Uh, he makes like health food and weight weight gain powder, weight loss powder. Yeah, all stuff all, supposedly all works. He makes cereal for the kitties. The kitties love the cereal. It's very healthy for them. Three calories per serving in his salad dressings. Um, which he says as easy. And also, uh, if you're running away from the cops, we'll make the cops. It works as an oil slick. Yeah, which is a little concerning, but yeah, that's a little too too strong there. <laughs> I think that'll just like 
you use that salad dressing and anything just goes else right through you. Yeah. Just go right through you <laughs> yeah. there. But uh, but he yeah he loses his memory. Uh, Bob Pinciotti or, or or I forget what the what's his what's the actual character's name? Larry. So, yeah, let me. Yeah, I think it's Larry. So. Uh, but Bob Pinciotti, Bob Pinciotti from that '70s show. Uh, he uh, tells him he tells him he's Santa Claus after he has amnesia because Lenny. Lenny, Lenny, okay, we were close. Yeah, he wants to steal his wallet and uh, because he has debts to Mister Frost. Oh, that's right. Uh, this is what really gets the whole thing going. Uh, but Santa Claus, uh, Terry, Terry Blake. <laughs> I'm just throwing out names here. Uh, he fifteen percent's really getting to him. I know. <laughs> uh, but he uh, ends up being drawn to this uh, this orphanage because the orphanage was asking to host a benefit in his house, which he was like, I'm not going to let him in my house, which he never does. I want to point that out. He never lets them into his house. Oh yeah, that's he true. He never does. Um, even though he had his turn of heart and became a nice guy, he never let the orphans into his house. I, yeah, I thought that was so funny. I was just like, he's like, I know somewhere you can go. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> of course, like, oh, of course, in your house. No, no, bad guy's it's house. a bad guy's house. Yeah, <laughs> but because uh, that really sticks it to the bad guy too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those kids. They can't get in my house. They can go to the bad yeah. guy's house. His nicest house is too nice. Yeah, um, but yeah. But he ends up defending the orphanage with three orphans that are the leftover orphans, which they are aware that they're the leftover orphans. Yes. Um, they uh, they uh, get there. He defends them from a evil doctor, evil geologist, evil chemist, and evil electrician. Yes. <laughs> with electro gloves. They're basically Batman villains. Yeah. Um, the, but like... Maybe wish. like D or yeah. F tier, yeah. like Batman. They're villains. they're Batman villains that you they're, order off with. Yeah, they're they're like below Condiment King in like Batman yeah. tier. Um, but they, five below yeah. time. Yeah, well, like one is like stink stink like a uh, methane man. He's like stink stink bombs. Like oh what? But they defend the multiple attacks against this. Uh, he eventually realizes he's, he's uh, realizes he's not Santa Claus. He realizes he's the bodybuilder man. Um, but they go in, they get in there. He brings his chef and his butler and his chauffeur, chauffeur to beat the people at the orphanage. They find, uh, somewhere in there, a cave with gems that are piezoelectric gems that you hit them too hard. They explode. Uh, and, uh, of course, Egg Bagley Jr. He goes down there. He finally gets in the place and explodes. Uh, and, uh, they all go to live at Egg Bagley Jr.'s house, uh, because, uh, he's in jail. Yeah. And, I'm sure. And fuck those kids. They can't live at my house. No, but they can live at Ed Begley Jr.'s house. Yes. Mr. Frost's house. Which is still nice. Yeah. Which is still nice. We only see the Which one is room. right across the street from the jail, too, apparently. Oh, well, that's right. They could see it. <laughs> the telescope, they would so. check on the bad guys every once in a while, apparently. That must be where it, uh, how Ed Begley Jr. became aware of all these <laughs> other people. Yeah. That basically got him on a work release program. So It was, you know, I mean, I laughed because it was so stupid. Like, I... It, it was it was silly. Like once I kind of realized what type of movie we were watching, I'm like cool, now I can enjoy it in that aspect. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Also, also Clint Howard, brother of Ron Howard and uncle of Bryce Dallas Howard, played a cop in here uh, who was fi- had an RPG fired at him and had his car exploded. <laughs> yeah, the RPG yeah. thing too. Yeah. Oh my god! For speeding, like yeah. They really don't like speeding in this town. Yeah. Uh, so, Anthony, what would you say is something that you disliked about this movie? I disliked about this movie. I honestly feel like 
this plot was, I feel like they could have simplified the plot so much. Yeah. It was, uh, they, they could have, if they wanted to have a real heel turn where he, uh, from, from good to bad, a heel turn is usually from bad to good, but if he wanted to have a, a heel turn the other way, from good to from bad to good for for uh, them, you need to make the you need to make him probably uh, maybe the main antagonist initially, where he was the guy because I thought initially he was going to be the guy that was trying to take out the orphanage. Yeah, him to be like the Mister Frost in the scenario here, but he gets amnesia and he ends up defending it against his lackeys who take over his empire when he gets amnesia. I feel like so I feel like Ed Bagley Jr. Love him; he's a great actor. Great in a lot of stuff I've seen. Not in this, uh, but you could have gotten rid of him. You could have had all the other uh, lackeys, though, kind of like getting his orders before he has amnesia and kind of simplified things to where you don't have like this other third party involved. It's just like, two parties. You have Hogan, evil bad guy who becomes a good guy when he gets bonked in the head during his paintball tourney. Um, and then he defends the... Uh, defends the uh, and, and that would all add a, a really a lot of conflict for the lackeys too because then once they realize who they're fighting against, mm-hmm. then they're like, "Does the boss want us to like help the kiddos, or are we still like trying to take it over? Is this part of his plan? What's going on here?" Yeah, I think that would have made it more, more interesting, really. Um, so I feel like I think the junior really didn't need to be in this movie. Uh, Hulk Hogan could have been the the bad guy who turned good guy. Uh, and I think that would have made it really interesting. I think the addition of like a third party here with all the other henchmen made things more complicated. Um, so uh, yeah, that the, the, this movie is a kids movie. Oh yeah, it doesn't need to be that com- It doesn't need to be that complicated. Yeah, that's my main complaint about this movie. Too much going on. It's a lot. Yeah. Although I do like the hijinks with the the cartoony uh, supervillain henchmen. That's pretty silly. Pretty funny. Yeah, um, but that's the thing I didn't like is just that many characters just tear it down, and it would have been that much better. Uh, Wayne, my dad, comment saying, "I think this should be a Christmas tradition." Oh yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be one that I, I want to watch every holiday because it's just ridiculous. Um, I would say my biggest dislike. I I don't. So after the first fight scene, after he becomes Santa in the mall, oh, fights those two hooligans. And then yeah, the hooligans could have been tied into it too. They could have been like the henchmen or something. Yeah, I yeah. kind of thought that. I don't know. Just after that, whenever all the kids and the grown-ups are like worshiping him in a sense, mm-hmm. a little too excessively. I I even just remember whenever we were sitting there, and I was watching. I was like. I don't know. It's like weird the way that they're worshiping this guy now. He's Santa Claus. Like he's literally at, at, at the beginning of the movie. I think before he realizes that he's not, he's literally Santa Claus. To be- yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Like it, it felt almost too worshipy of a man that just beat up a bunch of people, and then like I, I don't know. Like in my mind, I'm thinking this guy just beat the shit out of some teenagers. <laughs> and everybody's happy about it? I don't think so. That's not how it would actually go. Well, not in the year 2023, but what about in the year 1996? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't... Well, I was alive, but I was too young. Um, 
I don't know. I, again, it's a little thing just because, well, one, you mainly said what I was thinking, too. So I had to kind of pick something. But I just remember that was the only scene to me where I was just like, I don't know. It felt strange. I didn't like that necessarily. Mm-hmm. But again, that it was such a little thing. I, I think what Anthony pointed out was kind of the, the main issue was there was like too much plot in a movie that didn't really need it. Yeah. Um, this, this is a live action cartoon. They could have animated this and it would have, uh, yeah, it would have simplified things quite a bit. Can we get a cartoon uh, remake of this? That'd be yeah. great. Uh, honestly, you know, this would be like a ready-made, they could do like a Phineas and Ferb. Basically, uh, the bad yeah. would be Doofenshmirtz, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what was the thing you liked? Right, about I'm going to have to go first since I stole yours. That's fine. Um, What did I like? It's also hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that I disliked, and there's not anything that I really liked about this movie. It was a very neutral movie. Okay, I did like how confusing the beginning was. Because I never, for the life of me, would have guessed we went the direction that we went. (laughs) It starts off with him. This movie is surprising, yeah. It starts off with Hulk Hogan sneaking around a mansion and watching people. It looks like he's about to break into this house and then starts fighting all these staff members. And just to find out, like, I guess he has his staff just try to beat him up. Well, was like I was, I, I was watching it. And I was like, "Does he just like go and randomly beat?" Because like you know, because if you read anything about this movie, you know he's like an evil, yeah, uh, evil millionaire. Which he's not really an evil millionaire, um, but he's like a millionaire. So you're like, okay, this is his place. Yeah, I was like, does he just randomly go beat up his his freaking servants? It's like, well, no. You find out, no, they're all all part of a thing he has them do. So yeah. they're expecting it. Yeah, they want this. Yeah. Oof. I don't like the way I phrased that. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, so this was like all part of the plan. It's like they signed up. It's part of their it, Christmas bonus. Their contract. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, I liked that. I was just like, you think it's going to go one direction? And it just, it doesn't. It just flips it all upside down and just is like, no, no, no. He runs from the cops. It's his head. It comes Santa. Not an exemplar. Not, not a uh, not a great exemplary of good character. Yeah. yeah, this is like he's an asshole that turns into an asshole Santa. Yeah, and saves his money, I guess, because he doesn't really get it stolen. And he, oh yeah, he keeps he keeps uh, he helps kids. Lenny keeps Lenny from stealing his stuff because he makes Lenny feel bad. Yeah, he, like, takes care of the kids. So and so Lenny feels bad about stealing the money from from him, even though Lenny's the one who drove him to actually yeah take care. So of the big kids. picture, this movie is gets amnesia. He becomes Santa. He helps kids move into a bad person's house right next to a jail, which. Is that really helping? Because that puts them in a lot of uh, bad situations. Well, you have to imagine that, like, he went through the whole process of purchasing this house from, like, the, uh, from the auction. Yeah. Yeah. And so he probably got it for, like, pennies on the dollar. Too. Yeah, so he's saving a shit ton of money there. Yeah. Plus, he's just, like... And it's a tax write-off, probably. Yeah, and it's, again, right next to a jail, and we all know 
by history that living right next to a jail isn't the nicest area to live. Yeah. Um, so it's probably going to get robbed. Um, and it's just like, so it all comes down to Santa's an asshole. Or if he was Santa, he's still an asshole. But he's a nicer asshole. So he gave Clayton all this extra work now, because now Clayton, in addition to just mowing the lawn of the church, now he's going to maintain all these, like, oh, uh, yeah. topiaries. Yeah. 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 You can't let those bushes yeah. that turned it, that were shaped like dogs go to waste. Yeah, you got to maintain these things. Yeah. Now he's got to, like, figure out the art of, like, topiaries and managing all these, like, animal-shaped bushes that were just previously yeah. covered by bags. Yeah. Which was weird. Thanks a lot, Santa. Yeah. He's fucking Santa. <laughs> All right. Well, it's yours, Anthony. Uh, so the thing I liked about this movie is it didn't lean too hard. Uh, I'm going back to Hulk Hogan again. It didn't lean too hard. I mean, like, so the whole movie leans on the fact that Hulk Hogan's the star. I mean, because, I mean, that's what these movies lean on. They lean on the fact that, hey, Hulk Hogan's in the movie. Go watch it. Um, it's like, you like WWF? Go watch this movie. It's kind of like any movie that initially had, like, uh, John Cena or The Rock in it when they were just coming out of WWF or WEW yeah. or whatever they called it. WWE, that's what it was. Um, when they had their first couple of movies, uh, they were like WWE movies. It's like, go see this movie. It's the Marine. It's got John Cena in it. It's like, hey, you like John Cena? Go watch this movie. This was kind of like that before uh, WWF or uh, before, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim McMahon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, before he had. I want to say A. McMahon. <laughs> Before he uh, decided to have an entertainment arm of the wrestling uh, wrestling federation. Um, but uh, so you basically are leaning on the fact to, uh, that it's Hulk Hogan to get butts and seats. But other than that, in the course of the movie, uh, like you're not leaning on any wrestling antics in the in the movie to, yeah. to, to keep people in the seats, right? Um, other than the fact that it's just like Terry the Hulk Hogan. Um. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that they didn't like. Maybe it's to the maybe it's to the detriment of the movie uh, that it's not like Hulk Hogan as the as uh, as this guy who is thinking he is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was uh, a pretty bold move that they were like hey, Hulk Hogan, and he's like, and I'm Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a cool move on their part that they didn't just like just totally like make him be basically Hulk Hogan, but he's a bodybuilder who sells supplements and is evil, but thinks he's good because he's Santa Claus. So that was the thing I liked about this movie is they didn't like, just like basically were like, they weren't like Hulk Hogan, but he's Santa Claus. Yeah. So it, it, he's an entirely different character who thinks he's Santa Claus. All right. Well, I know I mentioned it every time, but we are on letterbox, which is, which is, Ooh, that's beer. Uh, a app to rate movies and like them and share them with your friends. So jump on the letterbox and follow us at let's do a podcast. So Anthony between one and five, how would you rate Santa with muscles? Um, or it is difficult. I got to give it a two. I was, as I saw you, I saw you mark it just so I said, yeah, that. I don't know if it's cause I said that or are you already thinking it? No, I was already thinking it. I, I wanted, you know, I, I didn't want to push the button until anything was said. I didn't want to yeah. persuade you to vote my way, but yeah. I, I completely agree. I think it's a solid two and nothing yeah. more. No, I, 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 I agree. It's like it, it, this thing that is in Christian Christmas tradition territory. Uh, but I watch a lot of terrible movies for Christmas. 
Um, yeah. I watch, uh, like when on Thanksgiving every year, I watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies. None of those are good movies. Uh, but it's just part of the experience of the holiday. Uh, so very much this one here is maybe something that you just watch with your family. But uh, I feel like maybe this is something that could use a remake. And it could be done uh, with like a John Cena or with yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. A newer version, uh, yeah. And it could be done well. So Well-ish. Well, well-ish. Maybe, some, again, simplify the script. Give it a because, two and a half at that point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie could be, I, this movie was, what, about 90 minutes or so? This movie could be broken down to, like, 60. Yeah. It could be a TV special length, maybe even 40 minutes, honestly. Yeah, we could um, probably get under an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you get a John Cena, uh, Rock Johnson, hell, get a different, any other wrestler in there, and you could probably make this thing Thing. It's it's a it's you cut the fat. It's a pretty svelte plot. It's pretty uh, or, or hell. Like I mentioned, you could do a, a, a version of this with the cartoon characters, and it would be just yeah. Like, uh, I don't think they air Phineas and Ferb anymore. New episodes of that, but uh, you could you could basically make it a Disney special. Put it on Disney Plus. Hell, do this with like a do this with like a Marvel characters. Yeah. Captain America loses his memory. He becomes Santa Claus. I don't know. Um, or Iron Man. I don't know. They make it an episode of What If? They're airing those episodes of What If right now. Uh, maybe maybe uh, Happy Hogan Saves Christmas ends up being like this. There you go. I don't know. So, <laughs> but uh, I feel like this is I feel like this is begging to get remade. So, uh, hey, if anybody from Hollywood watches this, why are you watching us? And two, uh, this movie uh, just remake it because I feel like there's something there. Yeah, I, I agree. Though, if there was a remake, I would definitely watch it. Yeah, I think. Change, yeah, change the little things that are little issues, and it would be a good Christmas movie. Yeah, be solid. So, and I mean, either way, I do see this being one that I would probably watch. Add it to my list of movies for the holiday. Yeah. Uh, talking about Mystery Science Theater, though, we actually watched one not too long ago, a few weeks, or maybe last week, called Avalanche. Have you seen that one? I have. That is... That's one of my favorites in the Netflix era. It is pretty funny. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, go on Netflix, look up Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Avalanche. I think it's one of the best ones on there. So. Yeah. So, yes, I give it a two. Same reasons. Bada bing, bada boom. There we go. So, Anthony, I see that you're done with the beer. I'm yeah. going to still be sipping mine for a while. What do you think? How would you rate this beer? I don't remember drinking this beer. Great. It's going to be a great night after this. <laughs> Oh, same same comments I had before though. It's it's very it's, it's immensely sweet. So sweet. Uh, so if you don't if you don't like beers that are that got like that sweet uh, flavor to them, it's maybe not going to be for you. Uh, I'm not a huge. I'm more as you if you've watched any episodes of this podcast, you know I'm more about the bitterness in a beer. Uh, this hits your this hits your tongue and it's very sweet, almost like bub, bubble gum yeah. uh, flavor ish. Um, but it's, it's vanilla, caramel um, and uh, with the lactose in there, it just gives it that extra, like, a uh, bit of sugar into it. Um, the best part about it is the 15% ABV, because after after you drink it, you don't remember you drank it. So. Oh, I'm, like, I'm not done yet, but I'm, I'm feeling it. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it, it's... So, I mean, I still have a while to go on this. I don't know if I'll finish it before the podcast is over. It's too sweet for me. 
Yeah. I, I enjoy sweet beers. I mean, I've had like stouts that are like pretty much maple syrup, and this is way sweeter. It's crazy how sweet this is. Um, so, I mean, it hits exactly what it says it is, and that's probably one of the reasons I'll give it a three and a half because it, it hits all the flavors, but what really brings it down is the sweetness. To me. It's so. overly sweet. I'll, I'll say three point three point five as well. I was about to say three point seven five, but that sweetness is just a little too much. And yeah. so three point five as well for me. It's good for what it is. It says it, it says what it is, um, but uh, I didn't believe it. Uh, and uh, it's Martin House. I should believe it when they say what they say. Yeah, they when they say what something is. They know what they're talking about. Yeah. There you go. There's that beer. Um, I blanked. That's cool. <laughs> um, it's the Kegnog. Thing of the week. Ryan, for things of the week, what is your favorite Christmas song? Ooh. That's a tough one. Uh, I would say, let me look up exactly the name of it because I get it wrong. But I'm pretty sure you can figure out who the artist is. Artist is before you tell me what the yes. song is. Yeah. It's uh, Johnny Mathis. No. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Does he have a Christmas album? I don't know. Uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, uh, I, I I talked about fun. I talked about this artist the last time that we were together on your birthday. Oh man, do you think I'm going to remember something two weeks ago? My brain is now 40 years old. I can't remember anything. Uh, this artist got this. You got this. I, I believe in you. This at all? Uh, do you give up? I do give up. So the song is called Hey Sis, It's Christmas. I still don't know who that artist is. RuPaul. RuPaul. Oh, duh. Okay. <laughs> Only because, so I, growing up, listened to Christmas music so much. So I just got really burnt out on top of working in the service industry where they play that before Thanksgiving even starts. Um, I'm finally kind of at the time where it's like I'm slowly adding stuff in. But this song so a lot of people know it from Target commercials last year. Target would play this song every Christmas commercial they had. Um, and so I was just like, at first I was thinking, is that RuPaul? So we looked it up and it was. And so now I'll, and it is tomorrow morning once everybody's awake, because me and the wife will be up getting food made and all that stuff. I'm going to put this on RuPaul Christmas album to Wake everybody up and get them for the holiday. I know. I feel like it's a cliche answer because, of course, it's RuPaul. Well, of course, it's RuPaul. Me. So, Anthony, I I am interested about this because I know after this, we're going to put on your Christmas list. We have to have it going in the house because you've talked about your Christmas list. We, so We do need to put it on, yeah. So talk about your Christmas list. This is your thing, your holiday thing of the week. So my holiday thing of the week is that I do listen to – so I have Apple Music. Um, I do listen to a novelty uh, Christmas songs list 
It's got your grandma got run over by reindeer. It's got your Bill Engball. Here's your signed Christmas edition. It's got your uh, uh, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Uh, mm. Wreck the malls. Um, uh, Classic. The, the twelve uh, the twelve pains of Christmas. Uh, it's about like an, it's got about like nine versions of Twelve Days of Christmas on it. Great, <laughs> which is everybody's first favorite Christmas song, right? Um, but my favorite Christmas song, which it was on the Chris, it was on this playlist last year, but I think they've taken it off for the new year. Um, which I I just mainly added on is "I Wish It Was Christmas Today." Now, if you don't remember this song, it was uh, originally uh, played uh, on Saturday Night Live. Um, and it was with Horatio Sands, Jimmy Fallon. Chris oh yeah, Tan, yeah, we talked about that. And, okay, uh, and uh, Tracy uh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, and so you got Tracy Morgan doing this thing. Got uh, you got Jimmy Fallon playing the keyboard, and he, but he's not playing the keyboard. He's just like it's just like the thing that's playing on the keyboard, uh, like whatever the premix uh, yeah. is, and he's just changing the keys. You got Chris Kattan holding the board, and you got uh, you got Horatio Sands actually singing the song. And he's playing that sharper image, like compact guitar thing. I was like, that's my favorite Christmas song. It's like, I don't care what the people say. This time is here. That's like my favorite Christmas song. Uh, Julian Casablancas, uh, formerly of the Strokes, uh, sings a version of that song. That's pretty good. Um, that's the version that's usually on my playlist. And I usually add it on there. Um, but that's my favorite Christmas song. I do like uh, Christmas at Ground Zero and The Night Santa Went Crazy uh, from like Weird Al and all these other weird uh, songs from like Tom Lehrer and all this other stuff. But that's my absolute favorite Christmas song is I Wish It Was Christmas Today. Um, I think it was written by Jimmy Fallon, which pains me because I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy Fallon. But. So I, I will say too, my, my other favorite Christmas song that's, I'd say in the normal category is uh, rocking around the Christmas. <laughs> yes, that's the only one. Like I, I remember in my head at like one of our old houses, my parents one time they they put the Christmas tree in the middle of this round rug that we had, uh-huh. and so while the song was playing, of course, I mean my sister were children at the time. We would literally run around the Christmas tree. <laughs> nice, yeah, and then get dizzy and fall around. You know, classic kid stuff. Yeah. So, um, I agree. Uh, also, you can find us on Twitch. Um, let's Twitch a pod. Anthony's like, we're getting out of here. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube on Let's Do a Podcast 22. Where else can you find us, Ryan? Facebook. And use, use your words this time. Yeah, Facebook, uh, <laughs> Let's Do a Podcast. Letterbox is Let's Do a Podcast. Uh, Anywhere we uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's a good thing we're ending this. You should be able to find us there. I don't know. Maybe prepare, if you drink this, be prepared. It hits hard. Yeah. Um. And it it's so sweet. I feel like the warmer it gets, the sweeter it, it gets. Does it's terrible. But um. <laughs> thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this last year. I mean, yeah. we're so in twenty twenty four. We'll be doing this. Five years. My God. Um, it's crazy to think that. Yeah. That's right. We did start before the pandemic. We did. And we just kept it going. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we we re- renewed everything. So we're doing it again for all of 24. And 
Not really. You don't see us often. There's plenty of bad movies and good beers. Yeah, so. they keep making them, so we're just going to keep talking about them. <laughs> That's so. right. Yeah. Uh, and as always, y'all, like if you have Wait, before we before we we go out okay. are we doing anything in january or are we going straight into uh cage fest like we did last year yeah I, i'm planning on us doing january okay there's no moving happening I'm, I'm we're all staying where we are so yeah we'll right. we'll be back sometime in january we'll have at least one more before we get into cage fest yeah probably be able to do a normal january right. um yeah so there's beer or movies that you guys want us to or watch any order of that uh let us know <laughs> yeah if you're in a place that has either good beer or bad movies you know we'll be there yeah um again i i can't say enough thank you everybody that has yeah. listened that supports us by listening and downloading and liking and coming into all of our streams you know the people that do jump in seem to really enjoy that we stream it we have people that rewatch it later um so we'll continue that and you know always try to improve where we can and recommendations or anything at all shoot them our way and oh, I, I i'm so bad at remember saying this please rate us on whatever you listen to there's a place you can go give uh a rating and a review please leave one it definitely helps us get out there more yeah, give us a five unless it's like a four or a ten then give us those so. yeah give us whatever you can give us and yeah. even you know what even if it's a bad review put criticism that we can actually take and maybe work with yeah i'll take that too or you know just don't be a dick so <laughs> and if you're gonna be a dick at least, hey, be be true to yourself. Be a real dick. Like, yeah. that, you know, I'll say that if you're gonna be a dick about something, go all out. I want to be crying by the end of reading it. So, hey, if we learned anything from Hulk Hogan this past episode, is just be, just be, just be you. Just be you. Yeah, yeah. You might be a full dick, but hey, at least you're hey, you. At least you help orphans. That's right. So, <laughs> go enjoy family, uh, unless you know. Yeah, unless you don't like your family, and then fuck them. Well, uh, just just have a merry Christmas, have a happy New Year, do all those things. That's right. I was about to get. Yeah, I need to stop, and I need to. And we will see you in the year twenty twenty four. I'm a ghost.